Well, the 53-man roster has been set, Chiefs Kingdom. We're going to go ahead and review that today. There might be some more changes happening to the roster because our first game is this Sunday. It's going to be a good one, Chiefs Kingdom. So with that being said, I'd like to welcome you all to the Kingdom Connect podcast. This is the Kansas City Chiefs podcast here with your host and producer, Eric Lupartis, certified health and performance trainer. Hope Chiefs Kingdom is doing very, very well today. We're recording this episode on Monday, September 5th. It is Labor Day. Hope everybody's Labor Day has been good. Labor Day weekend has been awesome for y'all. I know a lot of y'all like to go to the lake. Um, I haven't done that in a minute. Well, at least gone the lake for Labor Day in a minute. Um, I just kind of enjoyed the time off. Um, we spent some time with some family earlier today. Um, but other than that, you know, this weekend was a pretty relaxing weekend. Can't complain. Um, so anyways, we're going to go ahead and break down the uh, 53-man roster uh, because that has been put out there so far. And like I said, there's probably going to be some more changes happening uh, due to um, moving some guys around, putting Blake Bell on IR, uh, bring, bringing some guys back up to the main wa- roster, and then obviously replacing those guys back on the practice squad. So... Um, there's going to be obviously some more moves made before uh, our game this coming Sunday. And yes, that is our first game of the year against the Arizona Cardinals in Arizona at 325, I believe, or whenever the three o'clock game start. I can't really remember. Like I said, the days of uh, noon Chiefs football games are completely over and we can thank Patrick Mahomes for that one just because, you know, he's you know, been the man. He's won us all our games, the Super Bowl. He's been one of the best players, if not the best player in the league, you know, playing the last, you know, five years. Uh, So him, with all the success that we've had as a team over the last four years, is time that we will be a primetime team moving forward. I can remember back in uh, the days where we had blackout games and that that was that was horrible. You know, when your games aren't getting played because that's how bad you are. Now, obviously, that was a different time, different GM, different coaches, whole different vibe of our organization, the franchise. Um, But anyways, let's get to the 53 man roster um, I think I actually want to start with the the nineteen the nineteen man or actually nineteen man. I think it's actually sixteen man sixteen man practice squad. Um, now they've only announced the first fourteen, and then obviously they were gonna you know you have sixteen players, so you got to throw two more on there because they were gonna elevate guys back up to the main roster uh, due to you know Blake Bell having to move him and put him on IR, so that opens up spaces on the uh, roster and the one guy that was pretty much projected to get moved back up to the uh, the main roster who was originally put on the practice squad was Elijah Lee he even made a tweet about it hey don't throw your 44 jerseys away I'm gonna come right back don't worry that kind of hinted and um, Brett Veach has kind of done that the last few years you know just moved guys around said hey we're gonna cut you right now just you know so the League has their roster on paper, 
and then we're gonna go we're gonna just bring you right back you know by moving some other pieces around um but we're gonna start off with the uh, initial practice squad and what was announced with that and we're gonna go ahead and start off with uh safety zan anderson kind of called that i mean he's a guy that you know you're probably going to elevate just to play special teams he was running with the threes primarily um i think he was actually hurt the first preseason game and he's been brought up before he got brought up uh last year i want to say within like the remainder the last month of the season and he played special teams and he had those two critical 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 mistakes and a lot of people shamed him for that and i did too and um, he kind of hasn't really redeemed himself, at least with the fan base. I like to call him Daniel Sorensen 2.0 or Daniel Sorensen's son, just because of, you know, I don't, I, not to sound racist or anything like that, but, you know, they're white boy safeties that kind of aren't as athletic and, you know, kind of rely on certain instincts to kind of make a play, although they don't really make plays on a consistent basis and we're seeing them screw up more than they actually are doing something positive. Um, at least from safety Zane Anderson, that was. So he is back on the practice squad. One guy that a lot of people, some people had being on the uh, roster, which I don't know why, um, guard Mike Caliendo, he was never going to make it. And I don't, I just don't know why you thought that that was going to happen, whoever thought that. Um, linebacker Jack Cochran, which I was actually shocked by this. I was actually hoping that it would have been Mike Rose. I thought Mike Rose had a lot of a better preseason than Jack Cochran. And maybe that was just my eyes and what I saw. The thing about thing about Mike Rose is yes, he did show some inconsistency with his plays. He would have a good play, then he would have a bad play, then he would have a good play, then he'd have a bad play. But he played strong. His coverage isn't what you know, a lot of people made it out to be, even though he played pretty much a coverage linebacker in college. Um, it dropping in college is not the same as dropping in the NFL. So it, it's it it will take time for him to apply. Obviously, he didn't make the practice squad. He was immediately released, and they chose Jack Cochran over him, which I did not agree with. But hey, I don't make the decisions here. Um, running back Jerry on Ely. This is good because you know what? He's a versatile player. He could play running back receiver. You know, you kind of need those type of guys to be on the practice squad so you can get a lot of good looks from them. And the practice squad is not what it used to be back in the day. It used to be like, Hey, you're, you're here to help the team get better, which they are. But now a lot of teams use their practice squad as developmental develop, pretty much de development, like to develop players and then boom, bump them right up. Whereas the practice squad, if you were a practice squad guy, that's who you were. You were subjected to that. You were never going to be anything else unless, you know, you just wanted to move on to another practice squad. Unless you really worked your ass up off to to make it up to a main roster. But no, I mean, that's kind of how it used to be. Um, this was a shocker, at least to me, for right now, Darius Fountain. Although he's going to get brought up. He's one of those players that are going to get brought up at some point just because of what Tobe likes of him in special teams. Um, he's, a, he's a good player that, you know, we definitely could uh, use at some point. And, you know, he had some playing time in some spots last year as well. He showed some, uh, you know, some flash this preseason, but there were some mistakes, especially on that one block where 
uh Matt Bushman had that second touchdown I mean which that could have been a pick if he would have if the if the defender would have got there maybe a second earlier but Dury's found you know Defoe uh we all like him and I think that you know he will eventually get brought up at some point got tied in Jordan Franks I um and I uh didn't I didn't really really see anything crazy from him I know he had a couple good days in camp but hey, you know, you were running with the force primarily the entire time. There was nothing that was going to, you know, show you, you know, to be, you know, this or that. And, um, you know, maybe he could be a good blocking tight end, you know, and at least for practice. And, you know, maybe he might hop on another practice squad, you know, if he gets plucked at some point, even though he well, he did clear waivers because all these guys that are on the practice squad, they they made it through the waiver wire already um so Jordan Franks he'll be a good tight end to be on the practice squad and if there's injuries he'll get brought up obviously and maybe he might get plucked off you know later in the season you never know because players do they get plucked from practice squads you know Shane Bouchelle was getting plucked at some point last year uh Nazi Johnson he was one he was our last draft pick of this draft again our last draft pick seventh rounder not really high expectations but you know at the same time It'll be good for him to be on the practice squad. He can develop more, learn the scheme a lot better because Spags' scheme is very, very complex, especially from the safety position. Even though he pl he was playing a lot of nickel, not really as much as that deep safety. Um, and then we have uh, Dean Azur Kamara. He was that defensive end that came from uh, Dallas, uh, former KU, Rock Chalk Jayhawk, baby. Um yeah, he's uh, you know, he he was a guy that, you know, never really got a lot of playing time in Dallas, but when he did, you know, he had some 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 flash, but not nothing too crazy. Didn't really show a whole lot in the preseason either, so it definitely makes sense on why he was subjected to the practice squad. All right, linebacker Elijah Lee again, uh like I said, he he made it clear that he will get brought back up to the main roster. This was just a quick move that we needed to do. Um then you have a uh, quarterback uh Chris Olatakun, I do not how to say that, you know, specifically. Um but again, with them running with three quarterbacks this year, which we will go over that when I go over to the main 53. Uh, we needed obviously a quarterback on the practice squad, and that was a guy they signed, Chris Alatacoon. Um, don't know a whole lot on him, but obviously they might they might speak about him when um, the season actually starts to happen. So, um, wide receiver Cornell Powell, obviously he needs a lot more work. You know, it it, it just it's just kind of coming down to that. You know, I. I never really agreed with the pick in the first place when we did pick him. He obviously wasn't ready then. He still isn't ready now. He may get subjected up to the special teams and brought up for that specific reason. Um, he obviously made it through the waiver wire, and you know he's still with us for now. Um, and I and I, I and it's nothing against Cornell Powell. I just you know he he wasn't a top guy at Clemson. So it was one of those things that I just don't know why was the, I, I didn't understand the pick. A lot of people disagree with that, but I just didn't understand it in the first place. Uh, center Austin Ryder, kind of a no brainer. He's a guy that, you know, knows the offense. Ironically, he was our starting center in both Super Bowls, but 
let's put it this way, the, the strength of that offense, those offensive lines were not our guards and our centers, and they came from our tackles. Whereas now, our strengths are coming from our guard and centers versus our tackles now. So it's kind of a remix and um, with now. But Austin Ryder, he's a guy that you can get, you can bring up at any time. He knows the offense. Mahomes is comfortable with him. So... That was good to keep him on the practice squad. And then you have a defensive tackle, Danny Shelton. He'll get brought up at some point. He probably will be one of those extra moves, too. If Derek Nottie gets hurt, you know, Derek Nottie has had some injury issues that he's battled with. Uh, Danny Shelton will definitely be a good um, player to get bumped up. And he wanted to come here. So it's not like, hey, we're like, hey, bud, you know, they were interested in him, but he also wanted to come here. So that's just kind of how it was and you know he would probably be a good fit if they brought him up for certain specific reasons and stuff like that if we're going up against a run heavy team you might need a guy like him obviously to fill up all those gaps and stuff um defensive tackle taylor stalwart did not see a whole lot of them i i knew once you started seeing colin saunders and naughty make their make their uh bout and that was just kind of over with that I kind of thought Taylor Starworth wasn't really going to have much of a chance. The flash that he showed in Indianapolis really wasn't anything all that. Um, so, I, you know, again, these guys, they can get brought brought up at any time. Um, this was only 14 players announced, but there will be two more players. Matter of fact, I actually believe they actually just signed a guy recently to their practice squad. Let me – I just saw it not too long ago. Um, yes, they just signed a safety, James Wiggins. Um, don't know who else. That was about an hour ago. And I believe, um, I'm sure they've already made that, that 16th spot move. I, I can't, I can't think of it right at, um, right at the uh, moment. A lot of people were shocked, uh, that DiCaprio Boodle made it, but, Honestly, with how he was on special teams last year, I just, you know, I just kind of saw that it was going to happen. So, um, yeah, that that's the uh, practice squad so far. Uh, we're going to go ahead and run through the uh, 53 man real quick. And we're going to start with, um, obviously, the offense quarterbacks. They're rolling with three this year. I uh, don't know why, but. It is what it is. Uh, Mahomes, Henning, Bouchelle, uh, kind of what we knew was going to be the order. Seems like they really wanted Bouchelle to stay, and they know that Henning's probably on his way out next year. And Bouchelle might be Mahomes' backup, you know, until the day of time. You know, Bouchelle is a, a decent quarterback. He's definitely improved. You've definitely seen it. Shout out Bobby Stroop because I know he trains with Mahomes. Um, so he's definitely showed a lot of improvement. He's not all that. I'm not putting that, uh, you know, all that on him. But, you know, he's definitely, I will go ahead and say this. He's better than Chad Henney. And I think a lot of us would agree with that. He's a lot better than Chad Henney. It, Chad Henney makes me cringe when he plays now. It just it, it's just what it is, you know, but we don't want any of those guys being in the game because 15 will be in the game at all times. That's just what it is. Uh, running backs, uh, CEH, McKinnon, Pacheco, Jones and Burton. So they are running with four running backs like they did last year. I told everybody they were going to probably do that. Now, I thought Rojo was going to be the odd man out just because they might have wanted to keep Derek Gore. But with Derek Gore's injury, it all made sense. And like Andy Reid even said, you know, he started to adapt to what we were wanting to do things. 
and that's how it was and uh, that's how Ronald Jones was able to make this team and hopefully you know hopefully he shows what he's about you know I, I think a lot of it has to come with how Kansas City uses him he's not a la he's not a zone runner so stop trying to make him a zone runner he is a he's a run up the gut uh, gap type of um uh, running back you know you need to have your offensive line do gap blocks nothing no zone blocking because he's not he's running up downhill he's a hard runner up downhill uh, or uphill he's not gonna um he's not gonna uh you know run sideline to sideline like that and get around and he's still you know still working on his pass blocking and pass catching too um but anyways i think if you use jones in a certain way he will be very effective um, Isaiah Pacheco, we obviously knew with him being the rookie, possibly starting kick returner. Um, that's how it was going to be with him. We obviously saw some of the flash that he had. Um, and then, you know, McKinnon. McKinnon's that safety net. You know, he's going to come in probably on certain blocking plays. You can definitely utilize him in um, certain pass moments. Uh, he showed a lot of flash, especially in that Pittsburgh wildcard game and when we utilized him in a lot of those ways. And that was good, you know. And if you know, if a lot, if any of these guys go down, McKinnon is definitely a good insurance policy, insurance policy for you. So um, that would be good. And obviously, Ceh is Ceh is going to be the starter because of you know his positioning, his first being a first round pick. But this is it for him. You know, I, I think he needs a really ball out this year to show that he is a starter and that none of these moves mean anything. And that's gonna what it's gonna kind of come down to for Clyde Edwards-Helaire. Um, and then, you know, Michael Burton's the fullback. I know some fans are being like, why do we still carry a fullback? Andy will always carry a fullback because fullbacks are very, very much needed in offenses, especially with what you're wanting to do in certain things. And Michael Burton is cold at freaking short yard runs. At If you're third and inches, third and one, he will get you that first down. It happens every single time. Um, wide receivers, uh, they only decide to carry five. This was the, really the shocker because we were all, you know, thinking that they were going to carry six this year, like they have been in the past, and they decided to carry five. This is why Darius Fountain made the practice squad. Um, because Justin Watson showed a lot of flash in the preseason. Um, I mean, it's pretty much been said from day one from Mahomes, like, who was this guy? Who is this guy? And... You know, that's just what it is. I think he's going to show a lot of flash this year. Obviously, we got Sky Moore as your number four. He's the guy that, you know, we drafted this year in the um, one of our second rounders. And, you know, he's going to he he's going to he's going to be all right. I know a lot of people are like, oh, well, he never did much in the preseason. He's going to be fine. He got open a lot of times. I watched the film. He beat his man every single time. Mahomes just didn't target him. A lot, you know, and that's okay because he will get targets in the game. It looks like he's also going to be starting punt returner. Don't know how I feel about that, but hey, you know what? If that means you're going to take a lot of pressure off McCall Hardman um, because he's going to be utilized a lot more in the offense, then you know what? I totally understand why they would go that route. Um, then you have MVS, Marquez Valdez, Scantling, um, and then Juju Smith Schuster. Those two guys will be your number one and number two. Um, let's go on to the tight ends. They are running with four tight ends this year, um, although Blake Bell is actually put on IR, so that will elevate another roster spot. So they will honestly only roll with three in the in the end of the day, and that will be Travis Kelsey, Jody Fortson, and um, Noah Gray. 
Um, and Noah Gray, he can probably do some of the things that Blake Bell does, you know, with the um, the, the sneaks and stuff like that. Uh, Fortson, obviously, you know, you don't need Fortson to be a high yardage guy, but, you know, in the red zone, he can be a big, big red zone threat. He showed in the preseason game with those two nice red zone touchdowns. And you know what? If he's just a red zone weapon, I'm totally okay with that. It will save wear and tear on his body. Um, and then obviously we have Travis Kelsey, the man, um, you know, he's, he's the fucking goat, man. He's so fucking good, dude. I, you know, I get it. You know, a lot of guys want Gronkowski guys, you know, who want, um, uh, 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 oh God, Kittle. Oh, excuse me. Kittle, George Kittle. I can't believe I forgot his name for a second, but Everybody wants those guys, you know, you know, you got your greats as, you know, to, you know, Tony Gonzalez will always be Tony Gonzalez. That that will always be who he is in my book. And, you know, you have Antonio Gates, but Travis Kelsey, man, what he has done. Well, first of all, he has rings over these guys. He has a ring over these guys. So, you know, you can't take that away from him. But the consecutive consecutive thousand yard seasons, you know, he probably he won't ever top. Uh, uh, Gonzalez is all pros or Pro Bowls or you know yardage because of the longevity. But for this man to get consecutive thousand yard seasons the way he does, it's uh, it's unreal. It's it's unreal. Um, and he's gonna get another thousand yard season because he's Travis Kelsey. I don't see that man slowing down anytime soon. Um, let's go to the offensive line. Um, they decided to only roll with. Um, a uh, guy who can play uh, both sides of the tackle. They they actually rolled, well, other than their starting linemen, they rolled with a guy who can play center and guard, uh, a guy who can play both tackles, and then a guy who can just play one side of a tackle. And those um, extra players on the offensive line were uh, Nick Allegretti, uh, Jaron Christian, Darren Kennard, and Prince Tega Wanagu. And uh, Darren Kennard can obviously play do the uh, tackle guard uh, versatility as well. So they got two guys that were like three guys that are pretty versatile, and um, one guy that can kind of just play only strictly one side as a backup. And then obviously you have your starters, and uh, Andrew Wiley as your right tackle, Trey Smith as your right guard, Creed Humphrey as your center. Joe Tooney's your left guard, and Orlando Brown Jr. as your left tackle. Um, so they only decided to roll with nine offensive linemen this year, uh, which is okay. Like I said, Nick Allegretti has that uh, center guard versatility. Jaron Christian has both tackle side uh, uh, versatility. Darren Kennard has tackle guard versatility. And then Pris Tega-Wanagu has, like, just, uh, I want to say he is a backup right tackle. I, I could be you know I, I could be wrong on that uh, he he could be just the backup left I, honestly he might be the backup left tackle now that I say that so he's the guy who will probably back up Orlando Brown um, if something were to happen to Orlando Brown um, which we don't want obviously but that that's the offensive line they decided to roll with uh, nine this year um, Let's go over the defense. So starting with the defensive line, you have uh, Chris Jones, Derek Nottie, Clark, Dana, Karloftis, Dunlap, Wharton, Saunders, and Herring, and Kando. So they decided to roll with, um, I think they rolled, they rolled with uh, six defensive ends, yeah, because the only D tackles that they decided to roll with were um, uh, Jones, Nottie, Wharton, and Saunders. And then you have Clark, Dana, Karloftis, Dunlap, 
Herring and Kando as your uh, six defensive ends. So you'll have Jones and Nani starting pretty much as your primary defensive tackles. Um, then you'll have uh, Saunders, you know, Wharton come in for those guys. Saunders will be Nani's backup. Wharton will be Jones' backup. And then you have Clark and Dunlap will probably start, I'm assuming. And then Karloftis will come in for Dunlap. Uh, Dana will come in for uh, Clark. And then uh, you have uh, Herring and Kando to back those guys up. And I, it makes sense. I think they learned their lesson from last year, you know, with how, you know, how our pass rush wasn't really good. So having more depth pieces in, you know, in our pass rush that will allow our guys not to get as tired, you can have a rotation set. And then when you get into those uh, uh, down and distance, those super long down and distance plays where you can run your NASCAR uh, into the dime and, you know, have like a true pass rush, uh, rushing for uh, coming at the quarterback. So I, I totally understand why they wanted more players on the um, – the defensive line this year. Uh, let's go over to, let's see, what else am I next to? Sorry. Um, lost my uh, spot where I was at. Okay, so over the linebackers, uh, you know, they're only rolling with uh, four right now, how they have it projected. And obviously, Elijah Lee was going to get brought back right back up. So that's that would leave them with five linebackers. Um, so you have uh, Willie Gay, Nick Bolton, Leo Chanel, Darius Harris, and then obviously Elijah Lee will be that fifth linebacker. Um, you know, obviously, you got Gay as your starting Will, Bolton as your Mike, and then Chanel has worked his ass off to be the starting Sam, I'm assuming. Um, I don't know what happened with Elijah Lee. I know he was a starter at some point. Um, he did fine. He didn't do anything like he did anything wrong, but... The, the, the Sam position, the third linebacker spot, it's only going to be used in certain key downs. And I'm sure it'll be a rotation between him and Chanel. Um, you don't really want to do the veteran dirty, especially if he, you know, he hasn't done any, you know, if he really hasn't done anything to lose his job, you know. And, you know, you don't want to put a whole lot of pressure on Chanel because he still is a rookie at the end of the day. Um, but they'll definitely utilize them both, I believe. Um, and you know, uh, Darius Harris, man, that dude, that dude was phenomenal in the, uh, the Green Bay Packers, uh, last preseason game because he shut a whole drive down by himself. Unfortunately, that last play to may force it to be a fourth down was a, uh, PI or hold by Joshua Williams. So that's just what happened with that, but it's okay. It, it, it happens. Um, on to the corners, uh, you have Legereus Need, Trent McDuffie, Rashad Fenton, um, uh, uh, Williams, um, God, what's his first name? Uh, Joshua Williams, I just literally said it. Um, Jalen Watson and Chris uh, Lamons or Lamons, however you say his name. Um, but Lamons is your uh, gunner. He is a really, really good gunner on uh, special teams. Can't take that away. Uh, you saw the flash with that. He's kind of been doing that pretty much since last year. I don't know why everybody's just now realizing it. He was really he's been good on special teams. Uh, Legarius Neen, Trent McDuffie will be your you know obviously your starting boundary corners until they go into your you know your sub packages. Then you'll bring in guys like uh, Fenton Williams or Watson. Um, and then uh, Watson, Jalen Watson, man, I'm, I'm telling you, not not uh, not Justin Watson, the receiver, but Jalen Watson. 
he's really good. I, I don't. I think a lot of people are sleeping on him. And I know, I know, Joshua Williams was the uh, HBCU kid, but Jalen Watson, man, he he may end up taking that um, when they go. You know, he he's gonna probably be that fourth corner because Fenton will be that third. You know, that third corner when they bring in when they go into like your dime or your nickel. But Fenton's been hurt, so I would say Watson would be that next guy up. You know, and it'll probably be a rotation between him and Williams like that. Um, let's go on to the safeties. Uh, they're only rolling with four: uh, Reed, Thornhill, Cook, and Bush. Uh, Bush is that uh, fourth safety. He will play some special teams, but he will get in on a rotation. He showed big hits. That dude loves to smack people. That dude came in like a damn tornado or like a freaking rocket launcher. Smack like he hit. He smacked that receiver so hard in the um, I believe it was the Washington game where he yeah he he knocked that dude on his ass and he had another hit like that in the Green Bay game too. So uh, Dion Bush he came over from Chicago. He will take that fourth uh, safety spot. Then you have Brian Cook who will be the third safety. Um, will play deep a lot. Come down and crash down into the uh, box a little bit. You know when that when they get into that three safety set in the dime because that's what uh sorry I'm a, oh my goodness I'm like really 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 like like I'm not saying gassy but like you know I'm filling it it's like I I drink a lot of I drank some soda earlier so the carbonation is starting to come up usually when I start talking a lot it starts to come up I don't know if any of you guys have any of that problem um so I apologize for that anyways. Um, Cook will be that third safety. He'll come uh, down, crash down into the box every now and then, and he'll play deep uh, with Thornhill. Thornhill will strictly be deep unless they'll try to play like a double robber. Um, you saw Justin Reed play up, but then he immediately dropped back. You'll mainly see Reed and Thornhill back until they go into the uh, the dime. All right, uh, that leaves us uh, left with just the kicker, punter, uh, and the uh, long snapper, and that's obviously Butker as our kicker, and then uh, Townsend as our punter, and Winchester as our long snapper. And that pretty much breaks down the initial 53 before the season starts. Um, All I can say is, you know, Brett Beach is the man. I tweeted that out. Um, he, He knows what he's doing. I think he's learned from every year prior and he's gotten stronger and stronger as a general manager um i'm grateful that he's our gm and um he's gonna continue to help this franchise just grow and you know get better you know we have the quarterback we have the coach and we have you know offensive line we have the pieces around them and stuff like that and at the end of the day, you know, if you have those things, you know, everything else will fall into place, you know, you know, getting a good defense. And that's what we got. We got younger and faster on the defense and um, things are going to be different this year. And I'm excited for it. The actual NFL kickoff is this Thursday. It is the uh, Buffalo Bills and the Los Angeles Rams. That should be a decent game. Obviously, I'm pulling for the Rams because I I can't stand Buffalo whatsoever. I respect the Josh Allen, can't stand any of their fan base or anything about that team. So, um, gonna be excited for all that, and I'm gonna be excited for this season. Um, I'm gonna try to get episodes out as much as I can. Again, no rush on myself. I'm just gonna put them out there when I can and try to get out this content out as much as I can. I keep saying that I'm trying to get this content out as much so. 
Um, trying to see what else I need to review before we move forward. Well, I think that's going to go ahead and call it for this episode. So with that being said, Chiefs Kingdom, like I always say, the connect was real.